The following is a podcast from a qualified senior care provider heard on the Answers for Elders radio show. And welcome everyone to Answers for Elders Radio. And we are very glad to be here in this wonderful month of July and moving into August in times of COVID-19 that is still with us, sadly. But we have some good news. We have some good news. We have a wonderful guest today with us, uh, a gentleman by the name of Larry Nysenson, who is a Senior Vice President and Chief Commercial Officer of Genworth. U.S. Life Insurance, and including a program called Care Scout, and we're going to be talking a little bit about how Genworth has truly been the pioneers and the trailblazers in supporting family caregivers. And Larry, I want to welcome you to Answers for Elders Radio and taking the time with us today. So thanks for being here. Oh my God, thank you for having me, Suzanne. It's such a pleasure, and I, I'm really looking forward to our conversation. Well, I am too, because you know I remember my days of caring for my mom. Um, And, uh, you know, one of the things I've listened to things um, that you had recorded before in in podcasts and radio segments, and I was so excited to talk to you today because one of the things that you've said, which I so totally relate to, is nobody plans to be a caregiver. It's kind of a role that's thrusted on you. You know, you'll get that fateful call in a day and all of a sudden it's like, bingo, you're put into a role in many cases where you have to care for a parent like right now and your life dramatically changes. And I know you're, you've kind of been through that process. Is that correct? I sure have. And I've been through it twice. And I will tell you that I was woefully ill-prepared the first time and you think that I'd be better prepared the second time. And truthfully, I really wasn't. Because you get the call no. when you least expect it. It's not like you're leading up to mm-hmm. it, right? It comes out of right. nowhere when, when life is sailing along and all of a sudden, mm-hmm. boom, you are now a caregiver. Yeah. You know, it's interesting, Larry, you say that. I always say, if you knew what to prepare for, you would do so. But you really don't know what's coming down the next bend. And it's every single time there's a crossroads. There's a choice that has to be made. And a family caregiver is really in a unique situation because in most cases they're unpaid. um, And they are in a situation where in many cases, according to numerous studies, there's I've heard. 40% job loss in some cases. There's a lot of situations where family uh, caregivers are trying to hang on to their own lives and take care of their own families. And then they take on these enormous many hours to care for an elder loved one. And we're not even talking about the COVID piece, which we'll probably get into in a later segment. But the challenges that I've seen, obviously, in the world of caregivers is that they don't know what to prepare for. They've never done it. And all of a sudden they're thrust into a role that is completely un, you know, foreign to them. And I'm sure that there's a lot of our listeners out there that probably can relate to a lot of the things that we're saying, you know, and, and I'm interested in, you know, your experience and how that you got to this place, because I know Genworth has been amazing for family caregivers and understanding this piece. Well, Genworth is the originator of long-term care policies. We started writing them 40-some-odd years ago um, and saw the need, um, as many other companies did after us, to provide some way for people to finance their own aging. And um, 
insurance policies are a great way to do that. But I have to tell you that it's still left a void, right? And the void is Mm -hmm. it's great to sell the policy that says when you need to move into an assisted living or move into a nursing home or make modifications to your house, that there's a policy that can help pay for it. Right. It right. takes the financial it takes the financial burden away, but it doesn't take the emotional component away. And Suzanne, I have to tell you that that's that was my experience when I said I was woefully unprepared. My parents, my father had a long term care insurance policy, so we had no financial issues with paying for his care. The challenge was that's not enough. What do you do? Yeah. What are the decisions you make? Right. When you're going to be a parent. There's that book that everybody gets, uh, What to Expect When You're Expecting. And you've got nine months to figure it out, right? <laughs> when you're, That's true. When you're a caregiver, you have nine seconds between the time you get the phone call, you answer the phone call, and you say, I don't even know what the first thing to do is. Forget what the mm-hmm. second, third, and fourth are. I don't know mm-hmm. what the first is. And... Um, that's why at Genworth, I came to Genworth three years ago, and I know we'll probably talk a little bit more about this later, but one of the first um, aspects that we started to evaluate over the last several years is, okay, so it's great to sell long-term care insurance policies, but what do we do for caregivers? How do we provide a service? How do we provide help, education, awareness? How do we provide our expertise of being a 40-year insurer in that market? to help Mm -hmm. ease the burden for caregivers. And that's really Mm -hmm. what we're here to talk about. And that's what Genworth is striving to do in the marketplace. Well, and I so hear what you're saying because it is an emotional toll and not even that, but there's a family dynamic sometimes where you don't necessarily realize that if you're the quote unquote it in the family to care for a loved one, not only you're trying to make decisions that is the right thing on behalf of, you know, your loved one, but a lot of times you're dealing with family uh, dissension, uh, family conflicts. Everybody has their own ideas. They're also, you know, want to exert their opinions. And, and yet it's a lot of times parents are unprepared and they haven't designated those individuals in the family of who's going to be the primary caregiver or who's going to do these things. And so then amongst a group of siblings, you have to figure it all out on your own. And this is where, I've seen so many challenges where, you know, we wish in an ideal world, right, that our our parents would make these kind of decisions well up front so that we know when and if that time comes, that these things would be handled up front. A lot of times parents don't want to talk about it, especially from my parents' generation, uh, they didn't talk about it. I think parents are starting to get better, but um, certainly I've seen, I still see it happen. Uh, it is it is one of the hardest unpaid jobs out there, right? So there are today in the U.S. There's somewhere between forty and fifty million family caregivers or unpaid caregivers, right? And for the most part, about seventy five percent of them. So let's call it, you know, just for argument's sake, let's call it thirty plus million caregivers are spouses. Older children, you know, people who are 
early baby boomers or my age in their mid fifties, that's the bulk. That's about 75% of the caregivers. And Mm -hmm. what you just described is this sort of this dynamic of, well, there's three children or two children and one's the Mm -hmm. primary caregiver. And that, that is hard enough, but I'm going to give you Mm -hmm. something that's even harder, which is that 25% of the care unpaid caregivers, 10 million of those unpaid caregivers, Suzanne, are millennials who are caring for parents and grandparents. And so think think about how hard that has to be if you're the child taking care of a grandparent and you're the primary caregiver and now you're in the middle of this family tug of war over what perhaps your parents want to do for their grandparents Mm -hmm. and and navigating that. It's, It's such a hard thing. Forget the financial aspect. We know that caregivers themselves spend over $10,000 out of their own pocket a year for their care recipients or their loved ones. In addition to that, they've got all of this emotional stuff. Um, and, and I will tell you that if they, uh, if your listeners go to genworth.com, G-E-N-W-O-R-T-H.com, they can find, um, we have um, sort of uh, a website that will allow them to download some information on how to start conversations, right? How do you have the conversation with Mm -hmm. siblings over caregiving and primary caregivers? What happens when you have to talk to mom or dad about taking the keys away? If they go, if your listeners go to genworth.com or carescout.com, they'll find a web, they'll find some uh, literature on our website that will help them have some of those conversations. It might be a good way for them to start to think about some of these difficult conversations. Mm -hmm. Well, Larry, this is such valuable information because had I known then what I know now, my caregiving journey would have been a lot easier. You know, I always say I was a poster child for anything that could go wrong, did go wrong when it came to my parents. And, you know, I did the best that I knew how to do at the time. But like you said, none of us really know in advance how to deal with things. And, you know, I kind of approached my caregiving uh, years in the beginning of like it was just a business situation. So I would just take charge of things. And that's the last thing in the world you need to do. And, you know, it's how do you stay that daughter? How do you stay that son and rely on experts like you, like, um, you know, our wonderful experts that we have and things like that that can help you navigate through this journey. And I know that a lot of times we tend to, you know, want to fix things, especially if you're like the male, right? You want to fix everything. And, of course, you're still in the category of still being, you know, your son, you know, the son or the daughter, and that doesn't go over very well because your parent definitely wants to still feel like they have a choice about their life and they have their dignity, and those things are so important. And so there are tools for you, you know, for our listeners out there. And, you know, we've talked a lot about, you know, how we can do best. And I want to go in our next segment a little bit about COVID and how that's affect family caregiving, because I'm certainly uh, sure there's some new data about that and that Larry is going to share with us. And so, Larry, in the meantime, how do people reach you? Is there a number they can call? Um, there is definitely a number that they can call. The easiest way to get in touch with me is to call my office, and that number is area code 804-281-6288. Well, that's wonderful. You can reach Larry Nicenson 
at the number. And also, we'll be right back right after this talking about COVID and how it affects caregivers. Answers for Elders radio show with Suzanne Newman hopes you found this podcast useful in your journey of navigating senior care. Check out more podcasts like this to help you find qualified senior care experts in areas of financial, legal, health and wellness and living options. Learn about our radio show, receive our monthly newsletter, receive promotional discounts and meet our experts by clicking on the banner to join the Senior Advocate Network at AnswersForElders.com. Now there is one place to find the Answers for Elders. Hi, I'm Lori LeBay, and I wanted to tell you about Alzheimer's Speaks, which is another great podcast. You see, my own mother lived with dementia for 30 years, and I felt lost. Did you know every three seconds someone in the world is being diagnosed with dementia? Odds are it's going to hit your families too. We want to help you connect to services, products, tools, research, and stories so you can be prepared. Please subscribe to Alzheimer's Speaks on your favorite podcast platform.